good news, everyone. Then where are we now? Do you have idiots on your planet? You're obviously confused. It's me, Zoidberg, remember? From high school? Hello, you're listening to The Slurmcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we will be discussing Futurama Season 1, Episode 6, A Fish Full of Dollars, with your hosts, Tommy Roulette. What's up? Pete Woodward. That's me. And I'm Rick Horchie. Joining us today, our special guest is Sebastian King. What's up? How's it going? Oh, it's going good. good you're good. kind of overdressed for the summer. No joke, I asked. I was like, I asked my girlfriend, I was like, what do you wear to a podcast? <laughs> so, so layers? <laughs> layers. I mean, it's, it's, to our listener at home, you can't see, but Sebastian is wearing a suit of armor. It's full. It's a full suit of armor. The cod piece is sweet. Only made from rodent skin. <laughs> ah. Just ro- different kinds of, not like one, I don't want to. He's a wildling. If you don't, <laughs> that's if you don't go on stage wearing something exactly like that in the next two months, you know, you've I've, failed as an artist. I, I bought a sewing machine for the family, and it just hasn't, I know. Speaking Where do you find which, road? Oh. Speaking of which, I want to bring this up off rip. Uh, it, we asked you to be on here because uh, we, Tom knows you're a huge Futurama fan. I already knew that just from the name of your band, TCFH, which stands for... It stands for Thunder Cougar Falcon Hawk. Which is a, which a, is a tribute to... Thunder Cougar Falcon Hawk is the name of the band. Yes. Well, TCFH got, is for yeah. hardcore fans to abbreviate. There you yes. go. Or yeah. people who that are lazy, sense. like me. <laughs> so I mean, lazy. I like you guys, but I'm... I'm or like people that, that have to put the sign up on the marquee. Yep. Like that's the TCFH. They're just like, nah, I can't. I can't do it. Take There's up so the whole many. damn flyer. <laughs> right. Many, a couple artists have gotten kind of mad. They're like, can we shrink the name? Uh, I'm like, no, no, you just got to shove more of it in there. So what is it a tribute to? I, I, I was completely oblivious to this. There is an episode in Futurama where, I don't even remember what the episode name is or what even season it is. But it's early. It's early. It's, it's, it's early probably season. coming up within the next few, maybe within the next 10. Oh, really? But, they go to a car dealership, and one of like the sports vehicles that Fry's just like looking at is called Thunder Cougar Falcon Bird. It's a Thunder <laughs> Cougar Falcon Bird. Yes. <laughs> you know what? Yep, I mean, she's excellent coffee, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe when when we get to that episode, we should I have Thunder like Cougar Falcon Hawk. I think I like your band six percent more oh, already. Yeah. Is that the one where? They get the car and they drive on Mars. Oh yeah, they yeah, drive that, on Mars. Yeah. They, you know, and there's one gas station and they pass <laughs> it and they're like, ah, we can get back to it, and they just oh, never. Oh, that sounds like. I'll a turn fry the AC idea. up to. I'll turn the heat up to. It's a Fry Amy heavy episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, this episode, uh, the sixth episode, a fish full of dollars. Uh, fry discovers his bank account interest has made him a billionaire. Because a thousand years is a long time to build interest. Genius. Uh, he buys the one thing in the year three thousand doesn't have, and that's anchovies. So, <laughs> which I've never had, by the way. Do you guys like anchovies? Oh my god, so uh, good! Did no. you bring some? Like I asked best, you to. <laughs> the best topping. I uh, did you not bring anchovies? Can no, we order an anchovy uh, pizza? Where do you even order an anchovy pizza? I'm pissed. Most I, places have anchovies. I mean, you'd be surprised. I've never I even noticed yeah. it on the, on the menu anymore. I sent a message know? to these oh, yeah. two because like they always like stop the at the menu. store before they come over. They're like, you guys should bring anchovies so we can eat <laughs> them on mic. And you both failed. Uh, it's a, I would have, I mean, just eating anchovies, that's, that's, a, that's a tough break, man. That's hard. I, I can yeah. deal with it. I've also I never I mean, had I a sardine too. before. 
anchovies greater than sardines in my I opinion. feel like we would have yeah. eaten those and then it would have been the next 10 minutes of us just like gagging and throwing <laughs> up and whatever. So, running to the bathroom. I'm telling you, so if, you you it on, if you put it on a sophisticated palates. Does it taste like uh it tastes I don't know, like, like I'm having like a bit of fried like, tells you what it tastes like. It's like salty, oily, salty goodness. Yeah. And that's kind of what it is. And it kind of does melt in your mouth. Like it's a it's you know, it came from an animal and it shouldn't fish. just kind of disappear. But it does. Into I mean, this does it does it taste like amazing, like a fishy kind of like bacon on your pizza or, or is it like a nah, it tastes like fishy, really fishy salt. Do you prefer it okay. on a pizza, or will you eat them like? I mean, I will eat an anchovy, but I mean, I I would. But much we rather can't have because it. you didn't bring any. I'd much rather have it, you know, oh. on, a, on a Caesar salad. I'm about this close to quitting on a pizza. This is a huge <laughs> fail. Anyway, they um, were all out of anchovies. The boy forgot to bring them. Yeah, Kiff, you're the boy. <laughs> uh, so they, uh, how the intro gag, or it's not the intro gag. Um, it's the cold opening. The cold opening. There, there was um, Fry's just hanging out in bed while he's trying yeah, to throw oh, the, with the, with the, the squeaky the robots. squeaking noise. Yeah, and that was great. I mean, it was it was like kind of a really hacky joke, but yeah. they played it out real well. Um, amazing. And then it transitioned into the normal open. And I've been trying on every episode to look at what the cartoon is on the jumbotron because mm -hmm. we've already discussed how it's like different every time. Yes. It's some weird vintage yeah. cartoon. And for whatever reason, like at that part of the episode when I'm watching it, the streaming gets all pixelated and bad. But when I do catch a little glimpse of it, they always look completely messed up. Like it's just, I think this was like pigs drinking out of a milking machine or you're something. Right, you're sense. right, you're right. But today I went back after I watched the episode because I kind of missed that cartoon and I went back to go see what it was. And it did the same weird thing and it was this weird like... I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, the image just got super weird. It was really creepy. I, I don't get it. And but they're, like, someone animated that at some point. And <laughs> devoid of context. It, it's, it's a it's Betty like, Boop cartoon. Is it? Awesome. That doesn't, yes. I mean. That makes a lot of sense. Is it like there's, a Soviet a lot of weird knockoff Betty, Betty Boop, Boop cartoon? It's called, I think I have the In notes. Soviet Russia. I think Betty Boop, Betty Boop was, you. like, my, uh, like, like, weird, like, Four-year-old, seeing like a cartoon, like a really old cartoon, like that, having like a an erotic cause, awakening. Yeah, because it was like it was always a little bit weirdly sexual. Oh, but it, also, I think it was it wasn't a little bit like not like Jessica Rabbit sexual. when I was like <laughs> eight or nine, where it was like, yeah, this is overtly, you know, this, like and Betty I'm Boop was still confused about what's happening. I'm not even at like you know the the the, the stage yet or whatever. Mm. The, it was the, the changes. It was called uh, Betty Boop's Crazy Inventions. It was from 1933. There you go. Oh, okay. Bitch. But like, uh, but it, it, I was watching. A, um, <clears throat> there were some some weird like 1940s cartoons on in the background of uh, this uh, happy Do underdog karaoke thing Sunday I went to, and I was talking to uh, my friend Ryan, and he was. He was pointing out, you ever notice how in a lot of those 1940s cartoons, there's a whole lot of, like, heavy drinking references? And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's weird. I, uh, as, like, a little kid, I knew what a pink elephant was, and there was no reason to know. That's not even a reference people use now. Like, that was That's a thing very back then. That's true. Or there yeah, were so many cartoons. Looney Tunes thing. Yeah. yeah, Looney Tunes, all that stuff. There are so many times where, uh, 
you know, something would, weird would happen and there would always be, always be a cartoon character that like looked at a bottle and then like threw it away or whatever. There's a lot of like post-prohibition, <laughs> not, not <today>. like post-prohibition, <laughs> like, like just like, oh, America drinks a lot. And it's totally fine to throw it in cartoons, which weren't really made for kids as much, you know, along as with the, the violence and, and the, the, yeah. And oh my God. Yeah. Kind of weird rapey stuff. And yeah. I mean, the racism, it, but, oh, exactly, and yeah. super racist stuff. Yeah, we yeah. should be doing a podcast about those instead of this quality <laughs> oh, cartoon. Just yeah. each, like, each just like, yeah, super weird just cartoon. A deep from that dive time. into the <laughs> depraved past of American animation. No. Oh God, it, that's just a, find it, all like the worst dark. possible like it's a racist hole. cartoons that they had. They made <laughs> those are probably locked up somewhere. We probably haven't seen a lot of them. I think we've probably seen way more. Than we should have, than they oh, ever yeah. intended to, yeah. to be viewed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's we've okay. We've uh, well, now you can't see those anymore. Well, kids can at least, so whatever. That's probably streaming on the internet somewhere. Oh no, everything is. You know, you uh, the racist ones are too. Yes. Oh no, yeah, but, I wanted to talk real quick about that cold open with the spring guys. Yeah. Just yes. real quick, my favorite part of that is at the very end, the robot apologizes. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> Which means that he was built real quick with the spring that apparently just goes squeaky, and that's just some shit he has to deal with the rest <laughs> of his robot, which apparently is like eternity. Like, that's how poorly built he is. Oh, my bad. Like, why would you build it that? Oh, it's amazing. Sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry, know, sorry. That, gotta, gotta save a dollar. Gotta save <laughs> that's incredible. Right. It's, it's like Momco. It's Terrible, perfect. Like, uh, <laughs> Like like ro- robot body shaming of like oh you're stuck <laughs> like this like like it's either awesome. like you know an obese person or or a super tall or super short person that like you know does this or do- oh I'm sorry you know like I apologize and uh, yeah that's and awesome. what is the function of those robots like why were they built like <laughs> dude that? that's it's that's I'm saying like every like every body conscious fat robot was built that way every spring base were like that's how they were built <laughs> like they didn't like just have like a really depressing childhood and like just you know eat cheetos like some of us here and <laughs> just get you get big no they were just made big and like to be made fun of well, and i love that theoretically i mean to spin this maybe somewhat positively maybe you know the robot had you know parts wear out and he he had gone squeaky, and he hadn't had a chance to get a service yet. <laughs> yeah, and he, you know, like, oh, those yeah. are probably really, like I'm just... a, a sort of shock system. Maybe th- <laughs> those robots were designed to like I got to do this and lift this thing or whatever, and that's why they you know. Or maybe they for them. Maybe they catch things that people throw yeah, off at yeah, tall yeah, buildings, you know, and then they totally. can like bounce. You know, I don't think about the plight of the uh, like the average day of a robot. I so. take it totally literally. <laughs> like I I will frequently ask. Uh, throughout the course like, of this podcast, a lot of the stuff that's sense. that's, right. a, that's no, a, a joke for joke's <laughs> sake. Pete will bring up like, well, how does you know uh, the ship do this if uh, you know it does that or whatever? Like that doesn't oh, yeah. make sense. You can't or, explain cartoon physics. Oh, someone has. <laughs> but on a show where they'll have episodes that are so nerdy with like the plot and like oh, the, yeah. there'll be like a mathematical equation that explains what's going on in the episode right. and like it's genius converted but into then the they'll totally language and put on a slurm poster or right. something yeah, exactly. yeah 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 that's what that's what i love about that about those light speed briefs were pretty sharp how soon I'd do you think them. it will be until they start beaming commercials into our I mean, dreams? do you honestly think that they haven't tried they or probably started something? Oh, you know, man. I've had so many dreams. Don't you know you wake up and like your dreams affect your day. It yeah. makes perfect sense. Illuminati, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the You have Illuminati. a bad dream? That that really messes with your morning, man. I think we have a guest we can put on to to get deep into that. I I was going to frame it more like 
you know, with VR apparently becoming a real thing, I wonder okay. how much Chips that under will your skin, etc. Well, right, like the Oculus Rift and the stuff like that now, where it's really like they're actually developing VR content. That's what what we've been promised it would be since the days of like laser tag and yeah. happening. Whoa. You know, now it's to put this on and hang hang on to yourself. I really want to like see it. Like I, I I'm really curious about the technology right oh, yeah. now. Oh yeah. Go. Where can I go to do that? Uh, I think you can. Dave and Buster probably have some cool stuff. <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah. pay for I know. it. <laughs> I'm gonna no. go check it out. Oh, is it not free to just I try out just the latest? I mean, I'll go reality. rent. Do they have it at Best Buy or something? Yeah, they oh, maybe. They're bringing back Circuit City. I heard. So that's what. That's they're, exactly that's what it's gonna on. be. You just walk in and plug your face in. It's a virtual reality when you walk into Circuit City, but it's just a virtual reality of a Best Buy because it's better. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine you walk into an abandoned building goes, and somebody hands you the virtual reality glasses and then you're in Circuit City. Right, there you go. <laughs> like, I don't understand why Fry was so distraught about the possibility of the, the dreams being advertised in. Because it's your dreams, man. It was yeah. like, you know, he they made that joke like, well, they didn't... You know, yeah, on billboards and in commercials and movies, but not in dreams. You on know? bananas is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, ball games, bananas, <laughs> carton, writing bananas. in the sky. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he was like in in the dream. He was in college, mm-hmm. but he never went. I don't think he went. To no, he college, never went. To, so it, the the course was ancient Egyptian algebra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest thing that could. Possibly you know what's exist. weird? I'm 34 and I still have. Um, like weird, stressful in school dreams or whatever, and I yeah. haven't been in school in uh, 12, 13 years or whatever, and yeah. Uh, so they're real. I mean, yeah, that happens. Something yeah, I think that's just a stressful uh, like place to go for a lot of people, and you know, we've I, all I, had those dreams well, and work you? dreams, old old jobs I haven't been at, at school, in ten years. Right? You know, safe to assume Fry struggled in school. I think I've yeah. actually like, gone to school. Oh wait, <laughs> have you? No. Oh. I've made, I've said too much. Oh no! You know how Bender shut that down? Quit t- quit squawking, Fleshwad. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> no, see that was one of those, one of those Bender lines where I'm like, yeah, that's why Bender's kind of a once in a while character. I like, you know, I, Horchie I, and I are not big Bender fans. Oh really? There's, yeah. There's moments really? where he's great. He has whole episodes where he's great, but like for the most part, it's the the way they wrote him as the like the 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 cheap anti. <clears throat> anti-character of like when he says stuff like that like uh meat bag and flesh wad and stuff and i'm just like i'd rather see and hear that i think you that then there's a couple things that happen in here and they're right one right after each other where fry is talking to another character and billy west is doing the voice and they're basically the same yeah it happens a little bit later with bender it's so disturbing i don't like it like they couldn't get some. They've, there's 17 other people in the cast. That, you know, as they get into the expanded <laughs> stuff, like they couldn't get someone to just mouth off those words. I uh, <laughs> jumping ahead, but Phil Lamar, Lamarche, Lamar. How do you say his name? Or no, Phil Lamar. Not, no, <laughs> sorry, Maurice Lamarche. Uh, yeah, there it is. Maurice. I, yeah, I don't know, whatever. Um, I, I, I has a, a big role in this episode, and I looked him up on there, which I probably did a long time ago, because I know he pops up once in a while, and I looked, and he has. I tried to take a screenshot of uh, his characters that he does in Futurama, 
and it would be like three phone screenshots. I was like, all right, so he's just in it a lot. I didn't realize that. I thought he showed up once in a while. He does a ton of characters. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he's he's everywhere. There's the ones where it sounds like him, like like the one of the the oldest mom son or whatever. You're mm-hmm. like, oh okay. That's definitely him, but he does like a whole lot of oh, other yeah. characters. He does Morbo, mm. like that's the greatest know. character in Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> Belligerent down. and numerous. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's the greatest character possibly in the history of cartoons. <laughs> I love but Morbo so much. This is my one. That's my one uh, grievance with this episode. <laughs> Zero <laughs> Morbo. Zero Morbo. How do you say the letter that looks like a little man with a hat? <laughs> Hello, little man. <laughs> I will destroy you. I. <laughs> uh, Okay, so for, of all the ones we've done, I took the least amount of notes on, on this one, and a lot of them are one word. You know, when you write something down, you're like, I'll definitely re- know what this means. My first note was loading. Can you oh, help me that's out? That's, that's a tagline. That's, that's the tagline. That's what okay, this, that's what this podcast will be called. All I had loading, to do was dot, write dot, loading dot, dot, dot. and then tagline. But that was too much effort. I wrote so. tagline colon loading. <laughs> uh, right after oh. that, I wrote the intro gag was good with an exclamation point and completely forgot about what it was. <laughs> I know Reminded it's good, me about though. the squeaky robots. I know it's good, though. <laughs> it was, I mean, it, it was like Sunday afternoon. I can't be expected to remember this two days later. I suppose. So speaking of uh, Phil... Um, Maurice, Lam- Maurice, Phil, Lamarche, Lamarche, Lamarche. How do you, how Maurice, do you say Lamarche. Just keep uh, digging the hole. We're never going to get him on we, the show We met, uh, so far this, this first season, we, I think every episode we've met some reoccurring characters, right? There hasn't been one, except maybe the, the first episode, the pilot. Um, and in this one, we meet uh, four great reoccurring characters, Mom uh, and her three sons. Who yes. I, Does anyone know the names? Of yeah. yeah, Walt. Let me see if I remember. Walt. Larry? Yes. And Igner. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which I always <laughs> thought it would be really funny to name a kid Igner and a, name, and a kid Amos. So it's just <laughs> so you could just yell ignoramus the whole the whole day long. <laughs> you could just call one kid that. That's <laughs> yeah. Thing. Which it, there is a we we find out that uh, mm-hmm. down the line that there's spoilers. Igner has a dad that oh, yeah. is a main character on the. Oh yeah. Series. Yeah yeah yeah. I liked that Bender did the whole shoplifting. I mean, again, super <laughs> hacky, but the execution with the sweater. It's priceless. That was he, a has, good... he has the compartment. Why does he put the sweater on? Exactly. That's the, that's the genius, man. That, that, like was, a, that big... was a good uh, Sideshow Bob Rick gag with the... Yeah, just keeps the cans. Out. What I was saying was... Right. You know, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I liked it because it was just so dumb. And especially that it's like an Irish spring cable knit. <laughs> it's the worst. Sweater. Uh, so, somebody on uh, uh, the Infosphere uh, pointed out that, uh, you know, why would he need the sweater if he has the, the um, like. The compartment. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the compartment that never seems to, the, the Mary Poppins bag. And somebody said that. Yes. It, maybe it was already full. That's, that's a good point. But at the same time, like for, you know, it. It's it's because it's funnier with the sweater. It's way funnier with this the sweater because also the, he never wears clothes. Like so, it's we, you know. And when he does, they're special. I mean, yeah, like mm-hmm. he he picks an outfit. Yes. Like uh, he's he's totally fine in his birthday suit. For so example, when he uh, needs the monocle, outfit, right? Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I don't know if you know how rich he is. <laughs> Everyone's wearing top hats. Maybe I need a monocle. I mean, <laughs> so w- when they have the uh, little ad for the mom's uh, the robot oil. I love at the end how it uh, that mom love and screen door <laughs> registered <laughs> trademarks yeah. of 
Mom Corp. There, there's times that I've said, oh, are we doing that? I'm going to need a monocle. And I didn't even realize I was referencing this episode. That's awesome. I just think yep. of, you know. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of, uh, we've said this on the, on the podcast before, Tom and I and, and a couple of our, our friends have like a, a shorthand with Futurama where instead of saying something or explaining something, it, it's, we'll just say, it could be three words. We'll say a line from Futurama getting the point across of what we're, you know. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm right there with you. I totally understand that kind of shorthand. Yeah. When I, was, I don't. When I was in oh, when I was in high school, it was me and my my buddy. We had a Simpsons shorthand, which then oh yeah, grew, I have a bunch of those too. Yeah, you know that grew into Futurama shorthand with you know those. It, it just it gets the number of friends gets smaller and smaller by the years that you can. We, we <laughs> do talked the about shorthand. this before, where the Simpsons has been on. Like I watched it religiously for like the first twelve years it was on, and now it's been on longer than that since then. Right. So theoretically, there's like that many more years of gags and non sequitur lines and things like that that are just like completely yeah unknown and and especially with with the symptoms being on for as long as as it has uh there's there's so much more of a well to do that with where like you could say tom could say anything and i could have like a simpsons reference response or whatever mostly with futurama too like you can usually find something uh earlier today i'm just bringing this up because it, it happened like right before we came here uh my cousin Posted a picture on Twitter of um, he got a custom made, you know, those pop dolls or whatever. The, the, the ones they vinyl. Oh, vinyl yeah, 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 yeah. He got a custom one of himself. And um, cool. I just wrote, uh, uh, <laughs> it looks like you, Poindexter, from the, <laughs> the one Simpsons episode. <laughs> but I, and I, and I said true. it knowing what, how much of a fan he was. I'm like, yeah, that's all I have to say. And, you know, I, I like the fact that mom is described as the the universe's most huggable industrialist. Right. <laughs> like who are who are the the least huggable right. industrialists? <laughs> oh God. I we got one running um, for president right now. Oh, yeah. That's but true. are there others? Is it like Rupert Murdoch and oh. Donald Trump and Ted Turner mom, probably? Ted Turner. I bet Ted Turner's warm. irascible but pretty huggable. And uh, Buffett's kind of huggable. He's not really an industrialist. No, though. but he's just a—I mean, a loaded white man's a loaded white man. Yeah, I, I like—I'd say the most huggable is Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> you know he is. He's. We'll we'll just oh, set, Buffett's an we'll investor. We'll set I guess. Buffett aside. He's, I, a, he's a huggable what investor? Yeah, he's a huggable yeah. investor. He's definitely investors huggable industrialist. There's only I one way like, to find out, guys. We I need feel like Richard Branson probably would hug every like oh, just there you hug go. you. Well, that's just because he's on. Ecstasy. What about Elon Musk? I was just going to say Elon him. Musk was with like no, I, no, I, he's he's not hugging anything. No, can you make can you make I that feel like a he'd new give game? Me a, awesome. a what, tiny handshake. Like, and who's a the most huggable industrialist? We could. Okay, we we might have just played it. Um, <laughs> it, it it was just um, it's just such a weird, funny line, and then they wind up at the police department. It says, check out our generous brutality settlements. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, yeah. I mean, I mean this is 17 that, that was damn back years ago. Yeah. But that was back when, um, that was like know, the last time. A, a few years after, you know, like five or so years after uh, Rodney King and stuff. And it was like, yeah, this joke that now. Well, this was like, NYPD. They had their own problems going on. Yeah. I mean, you know, forever. Right. But I think, you know, I, I'm trying to remember the name, but there was something where they had just brutalized some immigrant you know they picked him up mm-hmm. for some minor thing and then did some horrible stuff to him i uh, i'm actually yeah i think i know the exact yeah it's awful yeah and and the fact that like that joke is completely current yeah. is oh absolutely yeah. it's terrible maybe more so <laughs> right now right jeez oh pete 
why did I write down paintings? In my notes, because were they, they were destroying a painting. They were yeah. destroying it's painting. The greatest way to spend all, your money. When, when he becomes rich. <laughs> That's awful and awesome. What were they doing to him? Or they they're, they're putting him like, in a catapult, yeah. and shooting at okay. them with like the skeet. They look like okay. They look like, like M16s or you know, and they just like lasers though, right? And yeah, like, right. Wah, 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 like, it was the <laughs> Mona Lisa he picked up. Okay, and, like, all right. Uh, so he just goes on a spending spree. So I, I think. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. The fact that they are wearing top hats and smoking cigars, just like Mr. Moneybags from Monopoly. Yeah. A thousand years from now, like there's just those tropes that they never seem to get rid of. I uh, I think I just wrote like a bunch of notes in a, in a row of because they had a little montage of when he got rich, all the little like things oh, yeah. he did or whatever, um, the paintings, and then one of my favorites uh, was Ted Danson skeleton. Yeah, that was yeah. great. <laughs> I wrote in my note why <laughs> question mark, and then I looked up and back in that time, Beck uh, Becker. He was on Becker. Oh, okay. That TV show was well, not just that. Cheers fairly was, I popular. Mean, Cheers. And so that it's means Ted three Danson. men and a little so, baby. So Fry grew up. I mean, that's then he would have yeah. been growing up with Ted Danson being this kind of star. Sure. And then ultimately with his capstone of Becker as the highlight of like, he wouldn't so even he's know so about relevant. Bored to death yeah. or CSI. I mean, Ted Danson's been on TV for like forty years. Right. Ted Danson. That's Whoopi Goldberg right there. That's Mary Steenburgen. That's a good. Uh, that's impressive. And probably. <laughs> A, a That's what whole, I'm talking about, Ted Danson. A whole <laughs> eclectic, string I love of unnamed beauties. Oh my God, silver! He's like but a silver Panther. Whoopi Goldberg, man. but like the, that dude? the ones that you know yeah, him you didn't for know the most. That? Like that? No, uh, I knew about you know, that. You know, those are the ones that, that he was like, no, this is this my lady. Yeah, yeah, no, this is. I mean, Mary Steenburgen. Come on. Oh yeah. What are you gonna do? That's a girl from Back to the Future Three, right? Yes. Yes. That's yes. an awesome reference. I actually think she's more attractive than Step Brothers. Interesting. Yeah, you know what? Step Brothers. So do I. Yeah, that no, was she's, on. I was watching that getting, the other night. She was on uh, The Last Man. Did you just say that? Fine wine. You know what or I what's mean? What's it called? No, well, she's on Last, Last Man, on, Man Earth. on Earth. But interestingly, she did not leave Ted Danson when he performed in Blackface. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> he was with Whoopi Goldberg at the time. Yeah, I thought. I know. I'm saying that he did it again. And <laughs> was okay with it. Oh. Which is something I just And that is why. That is Only why once. I would want his bones too in the yeah, year three thousand. Yeah, and you know what? That's really not a bad skeleton selection. <laughs> I just, I just sold that. It was way too serious, and you just took it like as serious. I thought you were giving me like a trivia, celebrity trivia, trivia thing. Like, uh, yes, Ted Danson is a horrible racist. I thought we all knew that. He's not really a horrible. Uh, racist. I know, I know. He's probably just a moderate one, like most people. My notes are out of order. That's we, all right. That's we all right. skip past the pizza place. No, with, not which, yet. I think so. Because, oh, no. Because they talk about how anchovies were fished to death by oh, yeah. Zoidberg and his people, which... Right around the time after, your people came yeah. to Earth. And we're yeah, starting Zoidberg. to get into some good Zoidberg moments yes, in this episode. Yes, this, like is, where, this just, is where it starts. But the original Cosmic Rays pizza robot, Bender Voice. So they do it with Fry a couple of times. I think one of the cops uh, had a Fry voice. And then they do it again. Or maybe it was... Um, Maybe it was at the mall. I don't remember. But there was like two instances of Billy West talking to Billy West and then another one of Bender talking to John DiMaggio talking as a different robot. And like, <laughs> you know, I, that gets me down, man. It, it ruins my suspension they, of disbelief. They also <laughs> record <laughs> those at the same time because yeah. they go through like the script. So when John DiMaggio has to do like two different voices talking to each other, he'll go back and forth. That's this is early on. Man. You think he'd try and sell it. You know, eh, I mean, it really doesn't ruin anything for me. No, it, I, I didn't even notice it. Like, I mean, honestly, I notice it now that I'm paying more attention. Well, now that you said to. it, now that's all I'm going to look. For. I get real Aww. sensitive to it. You know? Have you guys ever listened to Phil Hendry? 
Huh? Like that's no. that's a he's he's a genius, but he has for like twenty some years done a radio show where all of his call in guests are him doing different voices. <laughs> yeah. And oh, he, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and it's awesome. and it's amazing. And he'll he'll like shift from talking like in a high pitched woman voice to his vo- own voice to someone else's he, voice, all saying totally preposterous stuff. He did a Marin episode. Did you see he that? He did he did Marin. He's done uh yeah, he's been I know around that. on TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean that's the sort of thing where it's like, well he can pull that off. There's these like Billy West is a really, really fantastically talented voiceover actor. Yeah. So is John DiMaggio and they can't like 17 Maurice years ago, Lamarche. put in so is Maurice yes. half a little bit of effort Maurice to just Phillip make it sound a little Lamarche. different. They, they probably had a, a, a studio full of equipment. They couldn't put a little flanger on his voice or something. <laughs> this just bums me <laughs> <Yes>. out. <laughs> that's I'm awesome. already upset about that's the quality awesome that that's what I don't know. You I, bet, you know what? I bet the recording yeah. time to do the voiceovers was like, very low in the budget at the time, so it was they're, just like they'd go in and do stuff. Yeah, like, they're so not reading it. I mean, there's so many, so many, uh, so many uh, characters in that show that you have no idea who they are. That that Billy West probably does ten million of them, and I'd, let's say he has two hundred uh, voices or whatever, and fifty of them sound alike. That's fine. They, I mean, yeah, it'd be nice if they didn't. You know, that wasn't like that. But think about all the ones that you have no idea it's him, and it's like, oh crap! Like, I would when, love to be a voice actor. God, when I reboot, it would be so amazing. When oh, I reboot Futurama with all women characters, I'm gonna make sure that they all sound different. There's an episode <laughs> where they switch genders. Yeah, oh yeah, I forgot oh, about that. So good. Yeah. We'll get there. You could have said any episode, and I would have been like, ah, oh, so yeah. <laughs> except, uh, <laughs> except the one that's banned. Well, so, so oh, come on. No, you got it. Don't ban that episode. No, we so, won't ban that episode. <laughs> don't. It's, it's, it's super important. And yes, it's amazing. Yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is right. it? Why did I get, I don't, we'll talk about it when we You'll get there. You'll get, oh, yeah. don't worry. It'll happen. The, the <laughs> gag with Amy's obscene tattoo because of the low-resolution TV. But now we all have high-def TVs. I know. But, but it's still <laughs> filmed in 4.3. Right. What? So it's... What like, was it? What was the obscene thing? I, I, don't know. I looked actually because I was like, you know, I'm doing. Did you like depixelate it? No, no, no. I just looked at any because I. Yeah, you think decent, there'd be some kind of like. I have a decent television. I don't know, you know, but yeah. it, I still blurry thanks yeah. to Futurama because I understand how animation works. Oh, and it's uh, the worst. I don't actually. Right. I love obscene tattoos. I assume I have a, an image in my head, but it's raunchy. <laughs> <laughs> it's raunchy, man. Petrit, but Mike microwave no, you just it's a microwave point. No, it's a <laughs> golly no. Was that a callback to something I, you know, I talked about before we just, started recording? Probably. Yo, that was before. I remembers. That was before. But I remember. <laughs> no, I remember like, when women couldn't vote. <laughs> Patrick's father <laughs> remember looking like an old Russian prison tattoo book, and like that's the images oh, I have. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. She's just got some gnarly, awful, oversexualized thing on her bicep, and that makes me laugh every time. That she just had this like moment of just she was so hard. I think she had for, a lot like, of moments like that. When she was hard. Very, I mean, like, she's tr- it's true. She's a real wild card character. They wild card, silver spoon. I mean, she's got all that money at her disposal mm-hmm. she could have it put on and taken off at, at will that's uh <laughs> that 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 petridge farm commercial Pet- I, I, I now <laughs> were they farm saying remembers. petridge farm it's petridge yeah. okay so oh, they really? weren't saying oh, petridge okay. yeah i didn't but notice that it was i just i loved it because that that one gets so specific to those commercials from like the 80s of you remember when you could eat crackers anytime you wanted out of a cracker box full of crackers yeah Patrick Farm remembers, <laughs> I, and like, 
I, it's just it's so specific. I love beautiful. I love it because it takes that ninety degree like real quick. You yeah, know I mean it says something super like whimsical, and then the next one's like, oh no, yeah. Do, Trimer, do they Patrick ever Trimer call Trimer back to that in other episodes? Because that could just no. be such no, a no, but Family so. Guy stole family that joke later, stole it. <sighs> and they got a little bit more. Because yeah, like, as they were, less, you know, what they, funny. Yeah. What did Family Guy do? Less funny they and more did a, friends. No, it was when funny. certain people couldn't vote or something like no, that. No, it was it was Family Guy. It was like, remember when you ran over that guy and you thought he was dead and dragged him to the lake oh or whatever? And I, it was like Pepperidge Farm remembers I that. I do remember that now. Like, yep. It was like one of the oh, like I didn't remember earlier the specifics of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I do remember that now. He goes to the, the auction. Uh and starts bidding on everything. You find out at the end that he bid on uh, everything. He bought everything. Um, Wait, and they go, first of all, boo. <laughs> is there an in-between? No, no, no. I, I just... I, I thought I was steering the ship in the right direction. I get you were. But I, I wanted to say the fact that his the apartment that he gets, uh-huh. right? That's like a hipster's dream right now. Oh, apartment. totally. Oh, yeah. Actually, this, what you guys were saying is that you can live in any time. Whenever yeah, you, you want. You can do the, you know... As, as, what, what did it say? Still with asbestos or asbestos included or something like that? That really asbestos is. is that really is like. I mean, that's like Portland in a nutshell, man. Like that. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, but having a typewriter and a record player. The most, the most set, digital thing you have is CDs, man. Yeah, yeah. You know. And then he puts on Sanford and, the, and the Son. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What's the line that comes right before it? Because it's something about, like, you know, how, how much of a mom says something like, you know, he's a genius, and then it goes back to him. It's like, uh, it, it was, <laughs> it's, it's something, something like, and you ugly, Doris. I mean, it's really like some Grady line from <laughs> right. of course the show is. that you just come up every single time. And, and God bless it. Wait, we're, uh, but first he goes to the auction, because he goes back to the apartment yeah. in mm-hmm. the auction, mm-hmm. after yeah. the auction. And we goes to the auction. You were gonna say orgy. Oh yeah, so he goes to the auction. He bids on all the all the stuff from from the 20th century. He buys it all, and he gets yeah. Everybody's like eh, it's sold to the man who has bought everything at the auction. And boo! Then, boo. <laughs> That's uh, amazing. And he he gets the, uh, the so that the anchovies come up. And uh, and you almost see mom tip her hand at that because that's where you get introduced to her in person and she's got the little change person. Well, I don't know if I two million dollars. Yeah, she does her right. two voices. Her ba- yeah, yeah. Her that's her. amazing. And um, that that actress is great. Uh, you know, she does a lot of characters in Futurama and the Trust McNeil. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so yeah, the the the, the anchovies come up. I brought it up. Somebody else say something. I don't have anything else to say about the, the anchovies. Well, then once one he has them, dollars. Oh, yes. one jillion dollars, one jillion, sir. That's not a number. <laughs> and every, everybody's surprised. <laughs> they, they they go oh, at the one jillion, and then he goes, "That's not a number." And they go, "Oh, <laughs> that's the most gas I've ever heard in it's like one so scene." Many. And when he, when he gets it, that's my favorite. He's man. just like he's using it as a coaster, like a million dollar coaster, man. I mean, he doesn't. And and so, my, instead of stealing the anchovies, they bankrupt him. Right. Like that's their plan. It's but so why do, why do they want the anchovies? Because anchovies to would be like the most third world natural children. oil, so that you don't clone them and turn them into the new source of robot oil. Because it would put mom out of business. Where you have this perfectly sustainable, right? Perfect thing. oil that lubricates all mm-hmm. the robots, keeps them all. Keeps supplied. those springy robots at the beginning. Uh, from you see, know, that's foreshadowing. foreshadowing. What foreshadowing? There you go. But I again. It's a kind of a joke about how oily and greasy anchovies are, and yet you yeah. forgot to bring them. <laughs> I brought me, and I'm oily and greasy. 
How long do you think it will take for Sir Mix a Lot to actually become classical music? Uh, uh well, okay. So what's uh, do you do the twenty-five year rule like with a car? Like I don't know. Like what's well, that, it's, I, I mean, think that's it's the that. same that classical music is still because the thing is, music, there's modern so. there's modern classical music. Classical used to mean when popular music came out, and pop music includes everything from the blues on, everything from from uh, the original. Uh, like Robert Johnson, 1929. Yeah, exactly. That's pop Everything, music. That's pop that's music. That's considered okay. And so is Britney Spears. And so is um, fucking death metal. So but is this ties uh, so uh, like Scott, REM. So like Ska, early 20s, everything like is, Scott Joplin, say like early 20s, that's classical. There's No, no, no. I didn't even no, mean... It's, okay, not so like a, it's not like you're not talking about a split. Everything okay. um, uh, 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 slave song post is considered pop it, music. It's, everything a, that's okay. it's a topic we... we Brought up before, I think I brought it up before. Classical music? No, no. That oh, I, give as, me a monocle. I didn't know we talked about <laughs> classical music so often. As time goes on, in the future, you view the past under a sort of historical compression, right, where things right. that are not necessarily adjacent to each other, in while you're experiencing them. Thousand years from now, it's like, well, that just kind of happened right next to each other. I mean, it's like when you talk about the pharaohs or the pyramids, it's like, oh, yeah, they built the pyramids thousands of years ago. But there was like hundreds of years in between each of those pyramids. Yeah, right. so you're there, right. there's actually a book that I, I, I have it in my queue to read by <sighs> Chuck Hosterman. Time is just, boring. No, time it's, is compressed. It's I, called, I but that. what if we were Tell wrong? Me when it's on Netflix. And it's, <laughs> it's about looking at today's common ideas. As if you're in the future, mm-hmm. to go. This is something that was completely normal and thought to be good at this time. But 500 years from now, how are people going to look at it? We like, realized it was the Illuminati. When Beavis and Butthead look is looked at as art 500 years from now. Well, or, or not necessarily. I already look at it as I art now. You, I get but that, Ted that. Danson's bones. But his, you know, <laughs> in, in the the interview I heard with him That's about art the book, now. they're talking about rock and roll, and in 500 years. Rock and roll is going to be, you know, the Beatles through Slipknot and TCFH, you know. <laughs> and and if you had to pick out, like, if you go, like, who's a classical composer? There are lots and lots of classical composers. You go, like, uh, Beethoven? I don't right. know. So in the future, like, he, he, you know, his argument is basically probably Chuck Berry. And then he, you know, he right. has all yeah, his yeah, recent yeah. things, but it's like that's that's, that's, that's where it gets yeah. weird. Yeah, and right. it's just that's that's one of those things that's going to keep coming up in this where you look at it, and I, you know, and it's compressing I, all I this stuff. I think I like do big could stand the test of time. It could. Become. You can't I mean, deny but there's, it. No, but, you know, there's going to be. There's going to be. We all like. There's going to be five hundred years from now. There's going to be like you know those classical there, music there will, nerds. God willing, there will always be big butts. <laughs> Always, but there's going to be classical music nerds that go like, "Oh yeah, I know, I know the classical you listen to. The standard is, you know, the notorious B.I.G. But you got to listen to this weird guy. His name's Sir Mix a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's gonna be, and yeah. there's going to be, and they're going to join their hipster thing, and they're going to get an apartment with hardwood. I mean, it's all yep. cyclical, you know. And there is a preoccupation with large rumps. Great about Futurama is right. that. Everything in the future, it all like comes back around to like the modern time that the show Absolutely. was on, and Absolutely. how that it's just going to become the same thing. And that we've that's happened. Like so many things have become cyclical <laughs> in even our generation. Absolutely. When, when mom's three sons execute I don't care. their ruse to trick Fry, 
I love you They're know plumbers. As as I always say in pretty much We're every episode, pipes. Fry is so <laughs> dumb, but they they come in, they abscond with him. And they go, they try to convince him that it's still like the 1990s. And he's like, well, I thought I was frozen. <laughs> that but, whole, but that sounds like me. That whole everything from that point on. Uh, with the, Why do you have a mustache? Or did you grow a mustache? No, I didn't. No, he rips it off. <laughs> and then the whole thing with uh, the Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson and, you know, uh, great. One of, one of the, I think my favorite part of the show is everything after he gets kidnapped on. I, I love that, like, it's obvious that Fry is, and you say dumb, but I think of him as trusting, and <laughs> and he's so trusting enough uh, in this whole situation, you know, the mustache and whatever, that they get Pamela Anderson, but like that doesn't matter, like at all, like that could have been a stranger <laughs> off the street, but for some reason they get the head. He didn't even of, like, like a, recognize no, her. Or anything. He's like, like, oh hey, yeah, like from Baywatch the movie, <laughs> huh? Right, they get yet. they get one of them to put a turtleneck, like a giant turtleneck on to put and then her head on top. And, but and like Igner all talks they, through the sweater later. Like. <laughs> right. Like all Igner could have did is like just walk up to the counter and it would have been the same thing. <laughs> could I have a yeah. cheese pizza and a Coke? Like all that planning for just And like, then every oh, time he mentioned his pin after that, he's <laughs> Where is his secret? And he's like, same as my pin number, ten seventy seven. And then he says it again later. Uh. Right? He's like, he's like, oh, I probably shouldn't say ten seventy seven out loud. <laughs> you know, my pin number. <laughs> like, I actually did put it in my notes. Fry is so dumb. I think I'm, I think I'm <laughs> yeah, six trusting. for six. He's so. Bena- I like he's, that. He's, he's he's just more he's trusting, trusting like, man. He really is, and. And he's guileless. I don't know that he's trusting, but he's also guileless. This is the same man who wrote a Scooty Puff Jr. into the the magical mystical brain. Sure, he has his moments. There's there's moments of guile in Fry. I mean, Fry. It, at best, he's an idiot savant. Oh, at yeah. best, yeah, that's probably. But I think he's yeah. mostly he, an that idiot. That was far better than the best I had. So I'll take <laughs> it, idiot savant. I I go with that. Well, when when he goes the into idiots, oh poor Fry. He gets into that Hitchcock dream sequence, and this is like the second time. They've done that sort of thing. The the episode where Bender uh, goes out on his own, and they have all the wholesome, um, you know, like the things showing up in the background. Like it's like a film noir sequence, and they have, you know, Is reading room, ep- uh, like a yeah. previous episode. Yes, or an episode? but in this oh. episode they do it where fr- it's almost like the sequence from Vertigo, where he's having the dreams later on in the episode, and there's all the things happening, but they, they it. It seemed very Hitchcockian to me. I liked it. What part are you talking about? Are you talking about where at the end, like where, when he gets hit on the head and then yeah. he's like Leela and Bender's head show oh, up? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 Dude, uh, see, and that's why I'm never like, I hate Oh, so Bender. I start he's using big words like Hitchcock. Hitchcockian, and, uh, it, it yeah. threw us all for a loop. <laughs> uh, I'm going to need two monocles if you don't... Uh, That's just that. Please. I already, call those glasses. I already have two monocles Sport on, two buddy. two monocles, no connector in the I'm middle. I'm going to need some bi-monocles. Oh, my God. Uh, when when Leela, when they start, they're talking to him, the, the floating heads are talking to him of Leela and Bender, and they're like, or oh, whatever, and Leela says something, and Bender just goes, wee! And like, <laughs> like, that kind of, like, uh well, there you so go. Good. I just watched you both laugh at something Bender did. Yeah, no, so. it happened. Well, oh, no, they, you know, they I, talk shit about Bender all the time. He's incredible. I mean, um, he's he's, he's we're a top right. five character for sure. Back to Fry. He uh, when they were in the pizza parlor, the fake yeah. pizza parlor, and then they get his pin number after he's like cheese pizza and a large soda. 
1077, same as my pin number. Right. And they all start laughing. Yeah. And then he just looks around and then starts laughing. <laughs> I forgot yeah. about that. Because uh, he's when, trusty. Yeah. Right. Those like, yeah. moments, those, those he are my read favorites. the room and he's like, well, this is all I can do now is just laugh with him. And Igner, <laughs> who is in the turtleneck, is just like, hey, you can't laugh. Right. <laughs> I, I it's love. Igner, right. Yeah. Amazing. I love the, uh, you know, the. The resolution of this episode, where I mean, it all comes to a crashing halt pretty quick at the end. Like once Mom figures out that he just wants to eat him for sure, and he never gets his money back. That's the part that didn't make sense. Well, because it has to, it has to do the honeymooners thing where it goes back, it resets, just resets to, yeah, completely. You know, can't, he but can't. also, is Fry really the one to bring litigation to Mom? This trusting idiot savant at best. I mean, he is, probably still doesn't understand what happened to him. Right. You know what I mean? And you know, like, and, and like if we're if we're not to skip, but you know, to fast forward, like he got his wish, which is uh, just to eat that. The, yeah, you know, exactly. I want one pizza yeah. with with everything but so a and okay, so, so, so that brings. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's 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 very simple. Every episode isn't Jurassic Park, but I every episode, the, you know, the, the thing that's that makes this a good television show, besides the hilarious jokes and the awesome nerd references and stuff, is the gratuitous every, alien nudity. Is uh, so much every episode. You know, there's a point to it. It's a, it, 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 if it were a live action show, it would still have that like this could be a primetime show, and here's here's the 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 message behind it. Uh, you know, this one wasn't too heavy, but it was Fry gets money, abandons friends for things. It, what I took from it, and uh, you know, in the end, realizes, oh, I really just wanted this thing so I could share it with my friends. Do you take right. anything else from uh, from the episode that on that level of like... When you say it like that, it's almost an inverse of the last episode where Bender abandons his friends thinking he doesn't need them. When he what goes was the, to... Oh, I'm sorry, what's episode It's five? the one where what he goes to the robot planet and... Uh, fear, oh, incredible. Fear of a okay, planet. Yeah, 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 and he, yeah. he abandons Absolutely. Fry and Leela... Yeah, for, totally. For becoming a robot well, he's, celebrity. You know, he's the only one that can deliver the package. So yes, yeah, pretty similar. Just like realizing like why your friends are your friends, and you need them more than you know fame or money or whatever. And they're he not even, even worth a penny. Pender even gets upset when Fry was like, "I just need whatever and things," and Bender's like, "I'm a thing." I'm a thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, amazing. I don't know. I would. I, I, what I love about Futurama and Fry is that Fry is this. To some people dumb, to some people <laughs> trusting, idiot savant. But there's something innately, I think, like he, I mean, he's a perfect everyman. And every, oh, that's, that's what I, yeah. That's and what every I've man has that idiot side. He's us. And he's what, us if and we went to the year 3000. Right. That's, well, yeah. He, I mean, he represents, I mean, yeah. Totally, you know, you and me. Kind of, and, you know, you fish know. out of water. I yeah. love that. But what I love about Fry is that if you think about it at the end of the episode, he literally is in the same place that he was when he, when he started the episode with 93 cents in a bank account or nothing. And this time he gets to do what he wants. Like he literally middle. achieved his goal, which was share a pizza of anchovies with. And Until Zoidberg comes in. Well, no, they all got the drop. My favorite is that he eats it and then they all eat it and spit it out. And he goes, no one likes it the first time. <laughs> like he knows they're <laughs> all going to just spit out the last anchovies. And no one likes it the first time. And you'll never be able to try it. And again. then he's like, like "It'll grow all, on you," yeah. but it's the last hand. <laughs> like, right? Like, oh yeah, it'll totally grow. Referencing on you, my just... earlier point, Fry is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. He's trusting in the moment. He's, he's very... trusting that there'll be more anchovies. Oh, like, don't don't just... try and spin this as like he, Fry's he's... some Zen master. No, I don't think he's a Zen master. But like, you know, maybe he is so dumb that he literally only sees the moment in front of him. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
I mean, I think he has some foresight, but like we've never seen like a thing where Fry saves all his money and like acts respond. Like he he never changes. He's Speaking, always just in the moment. Fry. Well, yeah. Speaking as a walking Fry character in reality, in our reality, <laughs> life can be pretty great when things are simple. There you go. I'm more of a walking hedonism bot. I think that's my guy. That's the I've become pretty fond of uh investment strategies, honestly. Sometimes it's kind of neat to watch that stuff work out. Just investment saying. strategies? Yeah. What? Pete's an 80s guy. Oh, oh, okay. All right. I'm, I'm like good guy. With the bonitis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, except without the cocaine or the suspenders. Right. You know what? Pete's uh, only regret is that he has bonitis. <laughs> <laughs> the, Wait, another revelation this? in this episode is that cows have gone extinct. Oh, they're dead. Oh. dead. Cows are dead. gone. Dead. I don't know. Dead. I've eaten cow. Yeah, dude. I mean, I assume replaced by. I don't. Number one, I don't know how the cows went extinct, but. I do uh, assume they're replaced by Bugalo, maybe. Which, oh, yeah. 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 Right. I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, so wait. everyone's just eat. So wait, so when someone eats a... S- we'll do the even eat. Usually Elzar's got some fancy weird... I mean, he's got spice whistles, oh, yeah. for God's sakes. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> one t- I, I forget where I was, but um, I, I think I posted it on, on Facegram or... Uh, Face grammar, it's the book uh, years ago. Um, it was on. It was on Meister. I was, no, it was on Friends. <laughs> friends base. So. It was. Uh, it was on. Uh, I was trying to think of. I was trying to. I was trying to think of like AIM chat and combine it with another uh, instant message thing. Where, anyways, uh, I was somewhere outside of Ohio and I saw um, uh, like about about the size of a quarter, uh, a bug like a, a with like you know big beetle wings d- dead. Super, I mean, cow pattern black and white, and took a picture of it and posted it like bugle, blah, 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 and like one person got it, and I was so sad. sad like you know, that is I'm like the real, you know, but bugalo exists, yeah. just miniature bugalo. Uh, mm-hmm. That's how do you think is, they started? Is it bad of that course, when they know, said the radiation and mutation, GMO the, shit? No, they're, they're well, I don't know. Maybe that oh, we no, can swear, right? No, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been not swearing on purpose. I think <laughs> no, that's fucking <laughs> dummy. Like, Golly, silly, yes, you can. Silly fucking. Stop, because I'm going to put beeps. I put. I like putting beeps in all of them. <laughs> They're kind of oh, funny. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Tom, you're a, a, a lazy... Um, Tom, you're a... <laughs> there you go. Beep, um. the, beep that shit. <laughs> can I tell you real quick yeah. about my favorite quote from this? We yes, yes, please. Over it, oh, yeah, no. oh, yeah, no. If we skipped over something, so, anything, bring it back up. It yeah, no, matter. real quick. This is my favorite quote from this episode, and it's probably from the first season. This quote, I don't know why, it just got put into, like, my friend lexicon at about 15, <laughs> and it has never ended. I can go up to any of my friends and make this face and go... Ooh, we don't take Discover. (laughs) (laughs) Do that to any of them, and they'll just like almost cry from laughter. I I I have that in here too. It's just that. I mean, yeah, like that that joke is so good because all the other credit cards were discontinued. Uh, That joke is so. It's like a perfect. That one isn't, but they don't take it. It You know, whatever credit cards they have, like you know, whatever credit perfect joke exactly. It is perfect. I love that. Like, and I can just walk up to God. I hate. I can probably count them. Two hands, dozen people. Ooh, sorry, we, we don't, don't take, take discover. discover. Uh. <laughs> and we've all had that guy. Ooh, sorry, no. <laughs> sorry, that. not sorry. We all know that Morbo is my favorite character, yes. but my second favorite character, little known, is QT McWhiskers, which is a, a, a doll that Farnsworth <laughs> made. 
that looks like a cat. Oh, yeah, and that shoots mom, rainbows out of his eyes. Yeah, that shoots rainbows out of his eyes. <laughs> that mom wanted to turn like 12 feet to, or 30 feet tall. Oh, that's tall the one when they showed them laying. younger when yeah, they were dating? Yeah, yeah, and like it's just trampling through a city, like <laughs> sh- murdering people with lasers going like, meow. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah QT McWhiskers, best, second best character in the whole Futurama uh, I can get behind sphere. that. Yeah. Oh my god, Morbo, Cutie McWhiskers. There was a little Nibbler uh, uh, appearance in this too when they were drinking oh my, champagne. Right. Oh, of course. Nibbler. And at the end that, when they're Nibbler eating number three. Was he there for He's, that? Leela is holding that, Nibbler. That that reminds me. I kind of wanted to to ask this when we were talking about about uh, Thunder uh, Cougar Falcon. Hawk. Oh yeah. Um, th- this show uh, has it. Uh, so far, every every guest we've had uh, in these first few have been like huge Futurama fans, like yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom and Pete and I have different levels of fandom. Where like Tom is like like Trekkie for Futurama, like huge Futurama fan. I'm medium. Like I've seen you know them a bunch of times. Like I said, our friends, we have all those references and whatever. And Pete's uh, on the level of like he watched it when he was on. He'll catch an episode on cable or whatever once in a while. Well, yeah. right. He knows I, I the watched show. like the first he, couple seasons. Yeah, he's twenty years you know, he ago. He knows the right. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've had some stuff to do likes in the it, familiar, The sure. way I am with like a bunch For of other sure. stuff or whatever. Uh, when this show came out, about where were you in life? How old were you? Oh, like, I mean, like this is I'm I'm with Tommy. You know what I mean? Like you guys are about the same age. So you, you were like no no uh, no no, early no. High school, we're not, I don't think we're the oh, same. Oh, you mean age. fandom? Okay, fandom wise, I'm with Tommy. I I think I'm the youngest at the table. So this came out what 2000? Nin- 99. 99, right? So I'm 12 years old. Okay, right. perfect age. Right, like that's I'm 12 that years was... old, and this continued. How many seasons in a row? Five, six. It and went then it four, stopped. and then stopped, four and, and then, then there were the movies. So it went till I was 16. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like 16, I was in high school. Like this was, I was watching this every week. Yeah. You it, know was what I mean? it was back before we had thing. too many shows to watch. It was, it was like, a weekly oh. thing, and then it ended. And I remember like going to college and like this was the one of the DVDs you you like because we yes. this was college in like oh five yeah so there wasn't we didn't have we didn't stream stuff you i didn't got have the smart DVDs, i didn't have a smart you know? tv i didn't have yeah. anything i think we had like an, an n64 you know what i mean like yeah. now there's like crazy stuff i mean going to college in 05 well you know now, now they send <laughs> futurama <laughs> into your brain well now it's 2016 i can't had you know i don't know when my parents wanted to do it to have me that's not on me I, so no, i just i'm trying to think that's the I perfect was, uh, age 12 i was like, already on my way to my first it was in a day i was about I think it came out. I was like ten or so, and then when like season three and four hit, oh, I yeah. was like, I'm a total child of the '90s. I mean, from '90, it's like I, I count myself as like you know '93 to '05 is like that's my yeah. Formative, those are same my here. formative that, years. That was so, my, yeah, you know, I mean, it's Simpsons come like out in '89, etc. It's super. I mean, that's where I was. So I'm learning it as a kid, thinking it's hilarious as a child. Yeah. And I'm like, still watching these up. This is season one we're talking yeah. about. And it, I mean, that's right. perfect. So that, I saw for the first time I was 12, and it's still awesome. It, it's perfect because at that age, you're getting a lot of the good jokes. And then years later, you get more jokes that you exactly. didn't get at that time. Yeah. You're rewatching it. And I'll know? be, uh, my mother was a, she was a big fan of, she thought I could handle it. And she sat me down in front of sitcoms as an early child. Like, as a, Sit, I remember, ditto, yeah. I remember Frasier. I remember Same Cheers. Here. Yeah, I remember yeah. Seinfeld. I remember every episode. I mean, we watched those as families. Like, right. we, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Homicide. Life on the street. Oh, I actually man. remember Homicide Life on the Street and my mom being like, yo, you can't. This has been really uh productive. Like we we chatted this whole episode up. Did you have any of your uh patented games or other things to bring to the I, you you know what? games? You I, do? I normally do uh bang Mary kill with characters. <laughs> and I like That's to do it awesome. I like to do it with um 
new, new characters, characters that yeah. introduced in the episode. And okay. this one, like, it was mom, it was and her, her three sons. sons. It really and, like, isn't like it, a... It's real hard. Pamela Anderson's in the yeah. episode. I don't but, know if you call um, it a character. Herpes. Is there, Barry, uh, 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 Mary Bang Herpes. Yes. Um, but I think I got one. I think it's going to be Bang, Mary Kill, Mom, her son, Walt, or Zoidberg. I mean, is this, oh, this is to me. All right. Yeah. So, you can think about it. We're all going oh, to. Right away, you bang mom. Walt's the oldest, right? You bang. Yeah, Walt's Walt the, the he's, he's the Mo of the three students okay, for okay. sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, you bang mom. She is a firecracker. I like, and I know you marry her because you get the money and stuff. But you know, mom yeah. has weird clauses. She's not letting her You'd her have, new husband. Be a, oh yeah, a she knows what to. Mom there'd be a prenup. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't come away with it, but you get to live in the luxury. You're you're doing it wrong. I'm totally fine with that. I'm totally fine with that because who needs it first? And so you see, so bang, mom, you get her out of the way. Number one, I was always either a Larry or a Curly fan, so you kill Walt. You kill okay. the Mo. Right. Yeah. Mo, mm-hmm. you don't need him. Why do you need no. him? Because Igner is really the funniest, and Larry has all the sense of Walt. You yes. don't need. Yeah, Walt is uh, and that, just as smart as Larry, and he 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 insists on you to like that. He, he wants to be the smartest. You exactly. Know? Yeah, fuck that guy. And that leaves you with the most lovable curmudgeon in the history of Futurama, Zoidberg to marry for sure. You spend the rest of your life with Zoidberg. Why? Well, I think he's been. He's number one. He's benevolent. He always uh-huh. just wants to do good by you. <laughs> number two. Number two. He's loyal. He, we, he we probably would be, yeah. Oh yeah, and number three, he's a man of principles. We see that when he when he he, he desecrates the flag twice. When he, oh yeah, see, I mean, this he is was kind of heroic in that episode. Yeah. Like, right. I, I know, mean, yeah. And he's a doctor. Hey, by the way, Happy Flag Day! It's not Flag Day when you listen. Oh to this, yeah, but it is right now while we're recording it. <laughs> oh wow, that's awesome. Hey, what is that? The Simpsons, right? You will find true love on Flag Day. Yes. <laughs> the thing. Hey, there you go. I'm a ma- this could be a Matt Groening yeah, podcast. It's funny. Uh, uh, but I, I I mean, I'm a big... I, you're talking to a big Zoidberg fan. I just like it. I like Zoidberg, too, but I, love I think he's a liability. I'm, this is I, you probably... Know a lot of us have picked him for the sexual stuff because we're, we're like, oh, he's I a weird him, alien. He's pick him have, again like, for the crazy, sexual you know, stuff. sex stuff or whatever. Marry mom but, but to, for the comfort. To, hold on, hold on. He'll walk no. because he's abusive. No comfort. She's going to live long, man. Say that again, Pete. She is the world's... Well, I was going to say something. No one listened to Pete. Marry mom, kill Walt because he's abusive, and bang Zoidberg. At least we agree on stuff. Yes, no, you marry Zoidberg. Yeah, I love that guy. You know what? I never thought about that. He's but just like the, he's he the clip most... off your junk accidentally. Like he's charming. Then where you be? He, he's a I, sweetheart. I could even be in an asexual marriage. You're thinking about sex when it comes to Zoidberg. <laughs> I, you really in... are. You're talking about like weird <laughs> sex stuff with Zoidberg. But I'm just thinking I've about been the that's all only I think that's about why. weird that's sex the, stuff with Zoidberg. I'm just yeah. thinking about. I the only think about weird sex stuff. Period. I uh, have true. picked uh, for for all of these. I've picked Fry for the the uh, Mary or who of the option of the three. Whoever was the dumbest. And I've I've said this like 85 times now. In the first eighty-four episodes of this, uh, that I uh, just I just want to be the smart one in the relationship. That would that would be a <laughs> huge one for me. <laughs> so in this in this instance, what is your answer? What, what are the options again? It's uh, mom, uh, one of the owls, mom, uh, Walt. Walt, or Zoidberg. You got an owl infestation. <laughs> We're owl exterminators. <laughs> we're, we're owl exterminators. <laughs> that is my, my, one of my favorite lines. That's carried in this entire we're episode. We're owl season. exterminators. Anything. Uh, uh, all right. <laughs> I would. I would. Um, uh, uh, I at now. I would marry Zoidberg. 
Um, uh, I like for that. this for for this instance yes. of, of these three. It doesn't um, count for any of the other things. Yeah, I would uh, I would I would uh, I would kill mom. Um, I hope that doesn't say too much. No, that's awesome. About about my Bates Hotel uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that I'm opening next week. Uh, and I would kill John Valley. Best callback to the first <laughs> guest ever. There you go. Uh, Sebastian, thank you so much for being oh, on. You've been an awesome man. guest. This <laughs> was a great so episode. Uh, I just, uh, we don't have a, te- uh, 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 a sign-off line. I just want to remind everybody from the Stormcast, you're, you're going to die. Everyone, you know, going to die. So Uh, uh, d- d- don't forget to neuter and spay your pets. I already stopped the uh, recording. <laughs>